Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hello, hello, and welcome. Whether you are here with us live or listening afterwards, I am so very excited. I have the most amazing guest ever. You know, she comes on board and she hears the music and she is like me. She starts grooving to the beat. Yes, Beth. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being here with me. Now, Beth is a very special guest for so many reasons. One is she is joining uh, myself, Candice McKinn, who is also a host here uh, on Inspired Choices Network. Samantha, who is not yet a host here on Inspired Choices Network, uh, and is, is uh, Beth is speaking at our summit, which is happening at the end of this month, and I'm so excited about that. And a shout out to Inspired Choices Network, who is the back-end production. They're producing the oh. summit, and so we've got multiple levels of connection here. For those of you who know me, you know I love connection. Beth, Thank you, you know, through the harrowing experience of all the challenges we've had today and this week. I've had a few. I just want to thank you so much for joining me here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome to Inspired Choices Network and my show, Ignite Your Success with Renchelle. Thank you. Thank you, Renchelle. It's just delightful, as always, to be with you. You bring so much joy into the world in whatever you do. And, you know, I'm just feeling embraced by that. Thank you. Oh, and thank you. Know, you. Tech team is making this all possible. Well, you know, I do. I so much appreciate, you know, as one of our featured speakers, you know, on the summit, you know, one of the things that we had talked about was having you as a guest here on, uh, on the show. Now, it's interesting, everyone. So you're joining me live. Um, I have a bit of a different view today. So you've been in the show before. I'm joining you from different technology today. Um, interestingly enough, in my world, when I hear the words Mercury retrograde, I've always been in awareness of it. It's something that doesn't always affect me. And this time, um, my experience has been a bit different. This time, I'm experiencing some communication challenges and some tech challenges and I'm sharing this with all of you because, you know, when you when you align yourself with amazing people like Beth, who mm. you have a conversation and you say, you know what, I'm having some tech challenges and I would just love for you to come and hang out with me and spend some time with me and allow me the privilege of having you share her, you know, her brilliant message. And she was just like, uh, yes. Let's do that. And so certainly thank you so much again, Beth, for being here. Uh, you, I want to honor you and share your bio. And then we're going to just dive in and we're going to have this amazing chat because you have some very special messages for the audience today. Yes. And so love this. So here, please let me honor you. 
Beth has shared the stage with world-renowned teachers such as Mary Morrissey, Matt Boggs, Michael Harner, Joanne Macy, and Evelyn Eaton. And a sought-after speaker and trainer, Beth has offered transformational workshops and coaching programs to people and organizations around the U.S., and Europe. I mean, this is so fantastic. And if you want to find out more information about one, please go see Beth at Beth Birkins, spelled B-E-U-R-K-E-N-S dot com and, uh, and learn all about Beth. Beth, uh, you know, let's just dive in. And, you know, when we and I talked, you and I talked about, you know, you being here and I wanted to be able to have you share you know, your wisdom. And so I'm always have been fascinated with the world of shamanism. And so we could just start a little bit about there with your journey. How did you come about to be, to be a shaman? And cause that, cause I don't even know how long you've been a shaman amongst all the other accolades that you carry. Right. International best-selling author, college professor. Yeah. You know, I think, Rantel, it's a great it's a great question and honestly I grew up in Michigan and I grew up on the Great Lake of Michigan you know we went there every summer and my family always vacationed in the summer in nature and so I have always had that connection to the power of the trees this morning after you and I had our tech start talk we got off I looked out there's a herd of eight deer right outside my window. There is this, this connection, this understanding, this empathy, this knowing, what, what we call in shamanism, the shaman's net of power. That, you know, my parents were always somehow connected to unknowingly and just brought me to that world. I spend as much time as I can outside that's my first place, go-to place, right? In the sun with the golden retriever, with the trees here in beautiful Monterey Bay, California, at the ocean. But the formal training part did begin with Evelyn Eaton, um, who was a Métis medicine woman who lived in the Owens Valley part of California, who wrote a book, an incredible book I recommend to your readers, for those, not your readers, um, your viewers, those who are on the path of looking for transformation, who have the understanding they are meant for more, but they don't really know, well, how do I get to the more? It was really the first book that started me in a formal way on this path of understanding, well, what is this calling that I have? And it's called, her book was called I Send a Voice, Evelyn Eaton. And it's the story of an older woman in her 60s, best-selling New York author, New York Times author, knowing there was more for her and moving to California and beginning to find that with the Native American people um, in the Owens Valley, Bishop, Lone Pine, that part of California. So um, I had the, I don't know, chutzpah or something to write her a letter when I was teaching at the college in Santa Cruz. We were using it as a textbook and I thought, I want to bring her here. And so I wrote to her and got an immediate answer. This is pre-email, right? Immediate answer in the in the mail saying, we would love to come, um, but you'll have to set up, you know, a big, uh, a big, big room where everybody from Santa Cruz community can come because Evelyn wants to, you know, do her work and share her medicine. And so we did that. 
But what she did for my women students, Ranchelle, you would have loved this. She said, we're going to do a pipe ceremony. She was a medicine woman, a pipe woman. And so we did that across the street. There was this huge teepee that we had built for my classes. And we had a pipe ceremony with whoever on the campus, faculty, whoever wanted to come. And it, it changed the trajectory of the path I was on. I was teaching about these things. You know, we're studying about these things, medicine wheels and, you know, sacred ceremony. But then to engage in it, I think she changed a lot of people's lives that day. And that night when she did her talk for the public, you know, I don't know, about three or four hundred people came. There was overflow. There's such interest. That was back in the 80s. And now here we are, 2023, and the interest has just grown. There's just been a groundswell of, well, how do, how do I know who my power animal helper is? You know, I'm having a really hard time at work, and I can't deal with my boss. And I know there's a way I could bring more power in and have more influence and be calmer. And so um, that began my path with Evelyn Eaton and then really deepened in my work with Michael Harner with the Foundation for Shamanic Studies, where I'm a senior faculty member now. Oh, see, I, this is one of the reasons why I love interviewing people because you find out so much about them that you may not you may not yeah. know that not know that um, and so that's so fantastic and I think one of like when I first met you which was wasn't that long ago it was you you were a, a guest speaker at our first summit that happened you know, right. in wow. and I know and you know I remember meeting you and just literally thinking you know we were on the phone for a short, a short period of time which is a longer period than what we'd expected and we both came to this conclusion that we could probably visit for days and, and there was weeks and there was this like a connection. And I think you know part of that is when you you when you really truly when you surround yourself with um, like-minded individuals, like magic happens. And I think even at a deeper level, when you surround yourself with people that maybe you have an aspiration to learn from, you know, um, to an ask an, uh, uh, someone who inspires you. And that's really what I felt when I met you was like, I was so intrigued. Um, you know, I've been intrigued by shamanism for a while, but it was more the intrigue of you and how you, your presence, like how you be. And, you know, there's so often we're so focused on doing, and even when you just said, you know, with the power animal and, and bringing in the power animal to help so I'll, I'll first person this to help me be so that then I can, I can do. Exactly. That's right. it. I think that's what happens. We, is we so, do have, right. Mm -hmm. Right. We do have. And as a society, we, it's a do have, oh, I forgot to, at least my experience has been, oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot I could be, right. I, I, could oh, be. I forgot I'm a human being, right. Not a human doing, right. 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 Yeah. yeah. And for yourself, um, I'd love to, for you to share, you know, before we go into our first commercial of the, uh, um, you know, of the show, I'd love for you to, if someone said to you, Beth, I'm a great doer. How, how can I be like, what would you recommend? Like people start, how can you be, what's the first step to being? That is just a brilliant question. 
to sincerely step into the path of being means connecting with the soul and connecting with the spirit. And when you step onto that path, you know, I, the first step I think is breath work, really, to just sit back and do a, a kind of readjustment of the central nervous system. Just breathing in through the nose, relaxing, and breathing out any stress through the mouth, with a sound even, just breathing in three times and breathing out, letting go. And when you get down to that deeper place where you feel yourself and your presence, you can start to tune into two things that are critical to being on a spiritual path. And one is, what am I really discontented with in my life? What am I really tired of? What is draining me? What is wearing me out? Just to become aware of that. And then that brings up, well, what am I really, really longing for? Well, what's missing in my life? What if, what if I wanted to have, share, lean into in my life? Maybe it's, you know, writing, or maybe it's more time with the grandkids, or, you know, maybe it's, I want to do an organic garden. You know, I want to contribute to making oxygen for the planet. So the breath takes us down into the soul and into the heart and into the place of spirit so we can feel what we're really feeling what is authentically there and those longings are really callings of the soul it's like life itself saying grow baby grow grow there's more for you and that's what we're talking about here today right you are meant for more so brilliant Ranchel. what a great kind of like intro into this whole topic of how do we get to the more including being more well you know i and i think that's so important and i know well um i can't wait till after uh after commercial because i you know really you know when you shared um what you wanted to share here you know i'm so excited because for me personally you know so i grew up in uh, humboldt saskatchewan in canada and wow. So uh, a city or a small town, small town, it's actually a big town of 5,000 people. And it's, it, it kind of maintained its 5,000 person status for so very long. And I remember so many times my mom and dad asking me if I could just be happy with where I was. And I'm, I, I believe it was from their heart of, we want you to be happy and we see that we are not satisfied. And perhaps maybe their confusion of me being happy and dissatisfied at the same time and, and the polarity of that. And I remember saying to them in my in my late 20s, early 30s, when I was in business with them, and I said, I don't think I'm ever going to be, I'm happy and I don't think I'll ever be satisfied. And as I started to explore the universal laws and learned, I meant to want more, I meant to desire more, I meant for more, everything for me fell into place. And so I know that, you know, it's, um, uh, I want you to share that you know, we're meant for more. And let's do that after our first commercial break. So, you know, listeners and viewers, you know, thank you so much for joining Beth and I here on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranchal Van Rice. I didn't even introduce myself. I really wanted to just focus on, you know, on Beth. I'm just so... 
I'm so damn excited that she's here. And so let's go to our first commercial break. Thank you so much. Beth, we'll, we'll resume after commercial. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, Beth, we are going clubbing next time we're in person together. We'll go dance. <laughs> so, <laughs> love it. So before we went to break, I asked you about, like, how do you start with the being? What's the very first place? And we talked a little bit about breath work, which I love that because, you know, um, I'm – I'm attuned to breath work. I'm not certified in breath work, but I just naturally, when I find myself in a bit of overwhelm and stress, I naturally start to, to, to belly breath. And I know when I had the most, big, the biggest challenges in my world, part of that was the forgetting of doing that. Like, so it's, so I say it's naturally, but there was a part of me that, you know, that felt lost for a long time. And in that loss was a lack of, of breath. And then we talked about like this desire for more. And I shared my story about how, you know, I, I've always wanted more. And my parents were like, can't you just be happy? And I was like, I am happy. I'm just not satisfied. And there's this, for me, it was when I read the universal laws that it's natural for us to want more. So when we're talking about like this, this pathway to more, um, I'd love for you to share a little bit about what that could look like for people. Cause I don't think I'm the only person in the world right. is seeking more. Um, it's just a natural thing. So if you could share that with uh, the audience, that would be so fantastic. Thank you. Yes. Um, before the break, I was beginning to say that, you know, you, you look at the natural world, it doesn't stop growing. It doesn't, the tree doesn't say, oh, I've grown enough. I can't like overgrow myself. Who do I think I am here, right? I've got to stop growing. I can't outshadow the other trees who were here before me. And I want to shoot up as this redwood way past this oak. It, it is a natural part of who we are as human beings. And 
you know, we're part of this incredible natural, you know, in shamanism, we say everything is interconnected. Everything has a soul. Everything is alive. And it is part of how we're wired to, to want to seek for more. And some people um, get callings. In shamanism, we call it a calling. They, there, there is like a tap on the shoulder. There is um, a dream that comes that says, you know, this could be next for you. There's um, a tug somehow on the heart that I'm not living my full potential. I'm not living the life that, you know, I came here to live. What was the subtitle of this? Do what you are uniquely put on this earth to do. We all have that. The oak tree is uniquely put on this earth, you know, with that acorn to become the mighty oak. And I'm looking at this incredible mighty oak right across the street from me here in PG. And you, look who you have become, right? You were in the family business. And it was okay, paid the bills, you know. That was a good life. But, you know, good is the enemy of great, we say, right? And you're now living your greater life. You are serving at a much higher level. And so many of us have that kind of longing. We know, you know, I'm a vision quest guide, right? And a teacher of shamanism. And right now I'm starting um, a new group of vision questers, these wonderful women who all over the country. And they know that they're meant for more. They know there is more, but they don't know what the more is. They've got little inklings of it, you know, little, um, little, you know, I don't, what do we even call this? Little, like, little bells ringing, little crystal bowls, little, you know. Love that, yeah. They don't know how to get there, and that's part of my amazing work, that I can see this and I can, I can feed that. I can pull that out of them, and they're sometimes shocked what comes out that's just been laying absolutely dormant, dormant, but there, but kind of, you know, like, oh, pay attention, but oh no, we don't have time for that. So um, the first, I think the first step in this process of being more, having more, sharing more, is to listen to the longings and to really pay attention to these discontents and take them seriously rather than, you know, pushing them aside. Oh, I don't have time for that. Really bringing them to the forefront and let them have their voice. And, um, you know, you can like make this dedicated decision. I'm going to pay attention to what my soul has to say. I'm, I'm going to be listening because, well, I'm not going to be here forever. Uh, I'm mortal. And, you know, I think of one of my Santa Cruz clients many years ago. Um, she called me on the phone because she had just gotten a, um, what do you call it, a fatal diagnosis, a stage four. And she had, she had been a head librarian in Santa Cruz County. And she said, you know, I've been shuffling all these books around all my life. And I've got this story in me, and I've wanted to write my book. And now I can't. I I didn't listen. 20 years ago, I knew I had a book. 
you know, immigrant from Mexico, raised three kids on her own, put herself through college. Incredible story. It died with her. And I sometimes think about, you know, all the coffins in the cemetery. You know, as shamans, we think about death because it furnishes everything with life. So this is not morbid, but all the dreams that have died with people and how those dreams must be like circling those coffins in the ground going, wait, what about me? I didn't get to live. And so, you know, my client, Maria, this is what happened to her. So all that pent up energy, that unlived energy, it's symptomized as cancer. And she couldn't sustain life anymore. It took her away. So we don't want to go there. We want to say, yeah, I'm mortal. And what is, what is it that's calling me? The call is so important. You know, some people, they get a call to be a priest. Others get a call to be a llama or a yoga teacher. Uh, many of us are being called at this time to really serve the earth, serve the planet, serve other people like you you've got this calling and here you are in your gold lame serving your calling you're right feeding all of us with your incredible shows you and the other two women you know in the clarity confidence um summit so the first thing is to decide you know i'm doing this and when you make that decision you put that feathered staff in the ground it shifts the universe around you. It's taking that first action step. And that then opens doors that were closed before and opens your eyes to opportunities that may have been there here in the wings that you could not see. You, you couldn't be aware of them because you hadn't taken the first step. When you take that first step and you say, I'm going to discover how to be calmer. I'm going to discover how to serve at a higher level. You make that decision, then opportunities, doors open. So I think that's the, and, and, I, and I, I apologize for interrupting, but I wanted to pause for the audience because I oh. believe what happens is, you know, so you talked about like listening to the longings. Um, I love that good is the enemy of great. I think that's what you said, so I'm sure. A producer got that as a quote, right? Because um, I, I, I just, I, I've not heard that before. So I love that. And yeah. so start a calling, a longing. And um, I think what happens with so many people is they wait for the steps of how to before they answer the calling. And you and I are in the world of, you know, you make the decision first to raise your hand and say, I'm willing to make the decision right, to have the calling. And then uh, once that happens, then I will, uh, the steps will be kind of unfolded. The pathway comes once we say yes. And I believe that, you know, from, so I guess my perspective is our programming is we need to have it all figured out. So that's the doing in the head right all figured out and then and then we can then we can be and it's the exact opposite of that you know and it's sometimes you know what I like to share with people it sometimes comes wrapped up as obstacles and challenges you know so I can share my own personal story of deciding to step into what I was meant for um you know uh, a couple of years ago 
following the pathway, then really making a clear decision in October. Actually, it was before that, before our first summit, but making a clear decision about what I wanted um, what I wanted the impact of not only my personal coaching business, Ignite Your Success Coaching and Consulting to be, and also the fact that I wanted to collaborate with amazing um, individuals and what that could look like. Mm-hmm. And then um, then making the decision of what this year could look like and then um, having the obstacles and challenges. And it sounds really silly, everyone. I, you know, It can be things like my tech challenges. I'm bringing it up. I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me about the tech challenges, but the, what the happens though is you make this decision and then challenges come forward. And it's how do you show up? So part of me today was like, I can't, um, I'm, I'm so, I was stressed about the show. I was stressed about the technology not going my way. So the underlying part of that is things aren't going my way. Um, so there's that control piece. And mm-hmm. then it was having an incredible conversation with Beth and saying, this is what it looks like for me. And how are you okay? And she was like, yeah, let's just go have fun. And so then you can take the steps that are necessary. So the discomfort for me was, can I show up for myself, for Inspired Choices Network, for my audience and for Beth? And it was mostly for everyone else first. And then I realized that me, I can just make the decision, as you're talking about, to show up as best as I can in this moment of time with the challenge that I have and allow the universe to support me. And that's what's happening. So it's kind of like you're all witnessing the support that we can create when we make the decision, yes. And so I, you know, I, Beth, I wanted to share that with people because I, again, I think what happens is we feel like we need to have the blueprint first. Yes, have all the ducks in a row have all the money, have it all figured out, but that is the delay paradigm. And the delay paradigm is a killer of dreams. Yeah. It's, it's the how am I gonna do this? So we wanna take the how, which is a natural thing. We're gonna go, how am I gonna write my book? How am I gonna do this? And put the how over here and come back to, well, what would I really love to be doing? What am I longing to do? Like, you know, my client, Maria, what have I set aside for 20 years? Come back to the what you would really love. And when you come back to that, then you say, okay, well, I don't know the how. I'm going to suspend the how. And um, you want to violate the boundaries of what seems possible. Violate common sense. Because common sense keeps us stuck. It's like logically, well, you can't do that. You can't, you're an immigrant. You know, you're, you're, yeah, you did all those good things, but just keep doing your job, right? So I had a similar kind of thing, you know, with my book. Um, this was in the 19, God, what year is this? It's so hard to remember what year we're in. This was right. uh, 1990s. Um, I, I was doing incredible teaching at Cabrillo College and other colleges around, holistic healing colleges, and, and I was starting to write a book about shamanism and teaching shamanism. I was a new shamanic teacher, and they went together, and, and they're just, I couldn't find the time to work on the book. I would start, and then I would, quote-unquote, have to go to Europe 
to lead a vision quest, right? To teach a residential training. I have to go to the college to teach. And I became really, really frustrated with this. And I was coming down the Alps after teaching up in the Alps one summer. And my, my friend said to me, God, that was another incredible training. You know, you just rocked those women's world. Good job, Beth. And I was thinking, yeah, I did. That was really good. But another part of me felt guilty, Ranchel, because there, there's this other dream that's going on. But the dream has no room. And the dream is to write a book. And I'm afraid if I don't listen to that, that dream is going to die. So we're driving into the tunnels. You know, Switzerland, Alps, is full of tunnels and the autobahns. And that part of me just burst out. And I rolled down the window and I just screamed it in the tunnel. I'm going on a sabbatical. I'm going to write my book. And I mean, that was so beyond any common sense because I was booked for years, you know, with all my teaching and going to Europe again. And um, but I meant it. And I went back to California and all the work, all the same things took over, you know, and the voices were saying things like, well, who do you think you are? You're not a Hemingway. And there's enough shamanism books on the market. And you could lose your job if you go on a sabbatical. And you don't have time for that. You know those voices? They try to stop us. They succeed. They're voices of delay. So yeah. the key here, we're talking about these three keys, right? To step into and become who you are meant to be. The key is to not focus on the limits. Right. You know, Beth, why don't we, because I, I want people to really hear that. Let's do our next commercial break and then we can talk about the three keys. Let's talk about that. And for whether you're joining us live or you're listening to us afterwards, I know you're like, I was like on my seat. I was like, oh, yes, let's do that. And then we'll come back and hear about the three keys because um, this is, I really feel they're game changers and I want to give them uh, just time. So let's go to commercial. Thanks, everyone. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Excellent. Thank you so much, everyone. I'm giggling. For those of you who are watching us on TV, I'm giggling because um, like Zoom, which is the app of the applications that we use, has these like new emojis that come up automatically, this artificial intelligence. So because I talk with my hands, there's thumbs up happening. <laughs> there's like raising the hands. So I'm trying to like I don't like dance like this. So it doesn't come up naturally. I just I love technology. I love technology. So before we went to commercial, uh, Beth started to share with us these three keys. And so I'd love for you to do Beth. We have about 10 minutes to our next commercial. Let's share these keys. And then the last part after the commercial, what I'd love for you is to share with the audience how to get in contact with you to, to participate in this amazing, you've got so many great things coming up. And so I just really want people to be able to reach out to you. So let's start with the three keys. Key number one is... Make a dedicated decision. Really listen to what your soul is calling you to. We talked about that. Yeah. And the, the second key is violate the boundaries of what's possible. You know, suspend the how, suspend the common sense, suspend those voices that say, you're not good enough. You can't possibly do this. It's too late for you. Um, you're too old. You don't know enough. Um, so, and don't focus on the limits and the obstacles. Focus rather on what what is the vision? Where are you going? Focus on visualize the arrival. So really see yourself, zip yourself up in your future self. See yourself in the future being that amazing woman, sharing the healing techniques being that amazing woman in front of the camera, like you are, <clears throat> live on the stage, sharing all these amazing other gifted people, you know, getting, getting this medicine, as we say, out to the world, this healing medicine. So visualize your arrival, come from your vision rather than from <clears throat> all the circumstances that say that you can't. <clears throat> Excuse me, you think about Thomas Edison, and, you know, he, he decided he was going to give the world a form of illumination that did not rely on gas lamps. And he created the light bulb. And it took him, you know, history says at least 10,000 attempts to keep the light bulb from blowing up. And he just, he, he said he never had a failure. He focused on, okay, what can I add or what can I take out, take out a little copper. In the end, it was put in tungsten. And that's what kept that light bulb lit. And, you know, look at the illumination we have now. He, he just defied common sense. And then, you know, for me, I would say the third really central key is rely on unseen forces. Mm. Rely on spiritual help that is all around you. If at all possible, learn some basic shamanism and discover the shamanic journey method so you can connect with who your power animal helper is. So you can be getting you know, the power of infinite intelligence, bring the power of the universe into um, whatever the calling is. 
So that, you know, there's, there's so much more there. These ancient traditions that we're talking about, whether it's shamanism or Buddhism or whatever culture, rely on the unseen forces. We call them the helping spirits in shamanism. You know, in the goddess traditions, it's called the goddess, the gods. It's, it's the same force, different ways of getting there. Um, and, you know, what, what comes up as we go into this is invisible barriers that pretty much, you know, we have carried with us all of our lives, right? The, the doubts and the fears and um, the hesitations and um, what helped me tremendously um, what became my mantra that got me through the obstacles and the difficulties around going on a sabbatical when I was you know, teaching all of these courses and going back and forth to Europe and having a healing practice and many wonderful, great things was um, I was in my office after I came back home from Europe with this intention, I'm going on a sabbatical and a book opened up and there was a Rumi poem in it, Rumi the 13th century Persian poet. And it said this, let yourself be drawn by the stronger pull of what you really love. And I saw like this in my chair and I thought, well, (laughs) that's it. That is simply, that's it. And I made an irrevocable decision in that moment. I don't know how but I am gonna find a way and in nine months, I will be on sabbatical and I'll be just working on my book. And I'll stop all the vision quests and all the teaching at the college and the healing practice, all of that. So my belief in the possibility became stronger than what common sense was saying. Like, you know, I had a big golden retriever. Well, how are you gonna find a rental in Mount Shasta when you have a big golden retriever? And, I, you know, I put my faith, you were talking about the universal laws, I put my faith in the law of supply and demand, that because I needed to find a cabin to go away and write, there was one waiting. And it turns out there was. This woman, um, I can't remember her name right now, that was some years ago, she needed to go down to Mexico and work on her palapa and her land down there. And she needed to be gone for nine months. And she was looking for somebody. And we found each other. And she met the golden retriever and said, great, fine. And she left for Mexico. And I published my first book, Shaman's Eye, as a result of that sabbatical. So um, I had to keep my belief very strong that this was happening and see myself up there writing. And yeah, the significance of... You even saying to yourself, because it's the self-talk, I don't know how, but having the faith in the invisible forces that it would happen because you made the statement and you spoke it, you know, so I would say spoke it to the universe, the universe conspires to make it happen. You weren't trying to direct the universe, like it has to go this way. Right. And it, you know, the, then the universe conspires to make it work. I think it's um, like, for me, there's a couple of things. First, it was the, what tweaked me was the word violate, because um, of course that it was an attention drawing word for me because I have negative connotation to it. So that was like, I listened to that word. I became, so 
I'm violating logic. I'm violating what I think can be possible. Yeah. So that was like, that's a game changer for me. So thank you. And the second one, so I, always, I talk about speaking as if, but what I really got at a deeper level today, so thank you for this second gift, is that I can, I can acknowledge I don't know how, and then, but, but claim what I desire. I don't know how, and, but, and, but having the faith. Right. You know, for because for me, you know, although the journey sometimes has been messy and it hasn't always been like, you know, sunshine and roses and unicorns and, you know, um, rainbows and that 100 percent of the time the universe has my back. I may not understand the, the way at the direction I'm going, how I get there. Mm-hmm. And I've learned though, to trust that trust in the process and that I'm not necessarily meant to be in control. And again, using something as simple as this is what I and this is what I teach is you can take simple experiences like a tech challenge and go, I'm not meant to be in control of the tech. I'm not meant to be in control of the day, obviously. So how about I just like surrender trust that I, if I let go of the reins, it's kind of like, a you know, and I don't ride horses. But I just had this this visualization. If I if I let go of the reins of the horse, just to trust that the horse, you know, I'm on its back, that everything will work out the way that it's intended to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so for me, so I just want to thank like those two key pieces for me really stood out um, because of how I designed my programming. You know, all of all of those pieces. I think that's so absolutely phenomenal. Now. Um, Certainly what I want to do is honor, again, honor you, Beth, and have you share there's an opportunity that people can take advantage of and work with. So let's go to commercial. And we have our last um, last two commercials for the audience with two commercials. And then we're going to come back and we're going to wrap up. Um, but first, before we wrap up, I'm going to have Beth share what uh, what she's up to. And um, I'm really, really excited about it. So let's go to commercial. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here with me. Uh, my guest, Beth Perkins, on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranshell Van Bryce. And the show, just in case you don't know, is called Ignite Your Success with Ranshell. But let's have a dance party while the TV's still going. And we're live. And um, let's go to commercial, everyone. Thank you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. As we wind up our show for the day, um, certainly appreciate you being here. So first and foremost, uh, you know, we have Beth Birkins at Beth Birkins, B E 
U R K E N S dot com. Um, you know, check uh, check her out there. Uh, such great stories there. And uh, last, uh, well, not last, second last, but not least, Beth, can you share with us? You know, you have this amazing program happening, and I'd love for you to talk about, you know, first and foremost, what the program's about, and secondly, how can people connect with you um, to get involved? Hmm. Well, thank you for asking, and I appreciate your enthusiasm about shamanism. It's really exciting to get to talk with you. <laughs> so I do have a new 90-day program beginning called Shaman's Visionary Pathways. And um, I'm doing a master class about it this coming Saturday, which will be what the date will be, the 17th, or is it the 14th? Uh, Look, and you um, and you continue. That would be the 14th. We're good. Okay. So it's for uh, women and men who are having a calling to something greater in their lives, who feel, oh, I don't know, maybe they're, they're just kind of stuck in a rut. They're feeling in a rut or they're just in a lull or they've gotten to kind of a plateau period in their lives. Um, or maybe it's more um, they're aware of self-limiting beliefs and these beliefs have kind of derailed them, you know, over time. Or, you know, maybe they're spinning their wheels. So often we spin our wheels. We, we kind of see in the horizon, oh, this is where I'd love to be. But, you know, we're here. We're just like, so I will be sharing three ancient wisdom keys to stop spinning your wheels, right? And step into your greater purpose with ease. And these are shamanic teachings and shamanic principles, which um, just will help. You know, you, you got to consider, well, what, where is your attitude? And we want to elevate the attitude that we're holding about ourselves. Step into that place of possibility. So I have created, um, it's, you know, kind of one of my signature pieces, which is the shaman's visioning process. So I will help people step into visioning what it is they would love to be or do or have in their lives at this point. So they don't have to be like my client Maria, who waited, you know, 40 years, waited too long, and the book just died with her. Yeah. So we're going to have a lot of fun. And there's a PowerPoint and, you know, shamanic teachings and shamanic wisdom and, you know, I'm going to be talking about the Siberian shamans, for example, who were invited by the Siberian government when there were, you know, wildfires. And what happened when 50 shamans brought 50 drums with them and, you know, stories of that kind of nature. Really exciting. How shamanism just creates miracles in life. We're going to have a lot of fun on Saturday. It's 9 a.m. Pacific time. It's one hour. So, yes. And so everyone, we'll put a link in the um, in our comment section uh, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com, and so you can uh, come and join. Um, I, I'm going to I'm going to be there and actually have I'm going to move my schedule around a little bit uh, because I think I could be like the coolest sparkly shaman ever. Oh, you um, could, yeah, glam shaman, right? Woo! I love it. 
right? I, I think part of, you know, like as a, I'll say like a limitation that I've had in my head is, you know, and, it, and it's interesting, you know, because when I um, I meet uh, the shamans that I, that, I, that I meet are very, what I would refer to as this really earthy feeling, this down to earth, right? And so when I look at myself, so this is a surface thing everyone I'm sharing, when I look at myself and I view myself, I'm, I'm kind of like sparkly. I've always liked, like glitter. And so what I realized, you know, in having another conversation with you, Beth, that one of the limitations I placed on myself is I can't be a shaman because I like sparkle and I'm not earthy. And so isn't that interesting how I have, you know, have a a vision of what else is possible? Yet a limitation placed on myself because I like to wear sequins and makeup. And like, how often do we do that? How often do we make decisions yes. like that? Yes. And we don't allow ourselves to, like, what if I, and I'm sure I'm not the first sparkly shaman, but what if I was the first sparkly shaman? Like, wouldn't that be cool? Right? What if, and I, I've, I've enjoyed over the last couple of years playing like the what if game. What if this happened or what if that happened? And, you know, um, you know, and, and doing that. And so, one of the things that also caught my attention is, you know, talking about the ancient secrets. And, you know, I think there's so much wisdom in. Yeah. I'll do in the ancient secrets. Like That sounds like a dust statement. But, but kind of what was coming to me as you were sharing that was like there is there is an opportunity for us as the human species. Yeah. To just tap into the wisdom of the ages ancient wisdom and to for i think to let go of uh the most dangerous i I had this i talked about this in a couple i was yesterday or you know in my morning call that i do the most dangerous words i think in the human right now in, in our vocabulary is oh yeah i already know that and not allowing like the the wisdom of the ages, ancient wisdom, not allowing ourselves to be exposed to that because we have a predetermined thought, yeah. a predetermined judgment. Like I can't be a shaman because I wear sparkles. That's right. That's limiting myself, you know, to that. And so how often do we do that folks? How often do we limit ourselves, you know, to that um, Beth, as we, you know, uh, oh, we're down to five seconds. So I was going to ask something to work. Five seconds. Beth, thank you so much for being here with me today. I thank love you, you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.